Hello, friends. Welcome to Grace Thoughts, the radio ministry of Grace Connection Church with Pastor Tim Kelly. Grace Thoughts has been dedicated to preaching a clear gospel of grace for over 20 years. Here is Pastor Kelly. These Pharisees, they studied the scriptures. They were the scholars. They were waiting for the Messiah to come. And here's this carpenter guy from Nazareth that says, hey, the time has come. This is your Kahiros moment. And you happen to be alive to witness the event of what you've been studying, preaching about, singing about, thinking about for thousands of years as a nation. I'm the moment. I'm the Messiah. Everything at this point is going to change. Things as we knew it will be different. The law that you used to serve that used to, will be fulfilled by me. And there's a new age coming called an age of grace. And there's a new group of people about to be created called the church. They're not going to be Jews. They're going to be Gentiles, but they're going to have the spirit in them. Along with any Jews that believe also. This is a Kahiros moment. It's a fork in the road. It's a, it's a pinnacle second. Then we can say this. Do you believe it? Will you respond in this moment? I've allowed human history to bring me up to this threshold. I've let much time go, political activity, all these things transpired to get the human beings, to get the, the world as we know it up to this threshold, to this moment. I have fulfilled the scriptures, I'll show you how. I was born in Bethlehem. I came from Nazareth. I entered the city riding on a donkey. I fulfilled the scriptures. 33 prophecies fulfilled by Christ. It's death on the cross. More than that, but this is death on the cross. Will you believe this moment? Now, I'm going to fast forward up to 1 Peter chapter 4. This is our, our text today. And as you know, this particular church was going through a great local trial and, and local persecution. And this is a consistent theme throughout the book of 1 Peter. Um, you'll find that every chapter he mentions suffering. That's important. I never, I don't think I've ever preached a message on suffering in 25 years of preaching where people haven't come up to me after and said, boy, I needed that. Because <laughs> there's always something, people are always going through something. And we are. I'm going through a trial right now. My car broke down last week. It was deep. I know. Pray for me. And I had to have it towed. That's not a trial. That's an irritation. That's a, this bugs me type of thing. That's, a, that's an irritation. Um, those aren't trials per se. I'm not talking about, this was not what they were going through. This probably, it could have been the siege of Jerusalem in 70 AD. We're not positive, but it could have been that. And these people were being beaten for their faith. Like we said recently here in one of the services, when you became a Christian, when you were baptized as a Christian back in the, in the first century, it meant something. It was not casual. 
It wasn't just a little church service saying, hey, raise your hand and be a Christian if you want to. Now, I'm not against that because it doesn't take just belief to be a believer. Just simply believe that Jesus is who he says he was, did what he said he did. And you're, a, and you're a Christian. But back then, when you said you're a Christian, you were rejected by your family and you could have been persecuted and, per, and um, socially ostracized and maybe physically abused. And that went on for a couple hundred years, by the way. That didn't end too quickly for Christians. So casually saying, yeah, I believe in Jesus, I'm a Christian, it was a price attached back then. There's no price now in America. It doesn't cost anything. Jesus is sort of our get-out-of-jail-free car. As long as it doesn't cost me anything. Here's the problem with that. God won't let you do that. He won't let you off the hook. He wants all of you. And he wants it real. He doesn't want to play games. He doesn't want to just pat you on the back and say, it's okay, live any way you want. I have, he goes, I have a plan for your life. And the plan is to make you like me. That's the ultimate plan for every Christian from God. Now you can put on, this one goes to Africa, and this one's a preacher, and this one's this, all that. But the ultimate plan of, for every Christian is that they become like Jesus. I wish that happened easy. <laughs> but it doesn't. Usually something has to die, spiritually speaking, an agenda, a will, a purpose, before something else can be resurrected to life. Verse 16 of 1 Peter chapter 4, But it is no shame to suffer for being a Christian, Praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. I'm going to read the rest of this portion because we want to start chapter 5 next week. But I'll go back to verse 17. That's my focus verse. For the time, Kairos, has come for judgment. And it must begin with God's household. Wow. You hear what he just said? The time has come for judgment. And it must begin with God's household and if judgment begins with us what terrible fate awaits those who have never obeyed god's good news talking about the non-believers verse 18 and also if the righteous are barely saved what will happen to godless sinners now that's a tough verse if you just read that that doesn't mean that we just get saved by the skin of our teeth because there's no skin on your teeth it simply means something as simple as, in other words, if, if we are living in the same world as the world, if we are enduring the same thing as the world is enduring, but we have a hope, we have a purpose, we have something we can hang on to, the world doesn't have anything to hang on to. There's a finality to them. Verse 19. So if you are suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right. Don't retreat. Don't retreat. Just keep doing what's right. But I'm suffering for doing this. That's okay. You're doing what is right. But I'm suffering. I know. But you're doing what is right. Keep on doing what is right. And trust your lives to God who created you, for he'll never fail you. 1 Peter 4, verse 20. 
It's not there. I just made that verse up. It, it's, <laughs> some of you are looking at the Bible. Jeez, I, I should get my money back in this Bible. I, I, I was, I, I was going to make something up that says something like this. And if you do what's right for just a little while, the rest of your life will be very easy. That would be a nice put, addendum put in there. It just wouldn't be inspired. <laughs> So we go back to verse 14, 14, 17. It says, for the time, kairos, kairos, that fixed definitive time. It has a beginning, an end, and a purpose. It has a beginning, and an end, and a purpose. The time has come for judgment. This time, there's a moment. There's a moment going on in this local church here. And not just talk, really talking about this local church in, in this book, but the people in that local church. That time wasn't for the corporate necessarily entity. It was for the people who made up that corporate entity. The people that made up that church, the recipients of this letter, they were at a kahiros moment. They were facing things they probably didn't bargain for. They were enduring things they probably didn't think they had to endure. They were rejected by family, rejected by society. Some had lost their jobs. Some had lost their homes. Some had lost their money. Some had lost their health. Because they named the name of Jesus. That's why. And there was no relenting. There was no end in sight. And there was no promise coming from the Apostle Peter. Just hang in there. It will end soon and everything's going to be cool. No, there was no promise. He said it's not going to end this way. It's not going to end cool. This is what it is. This is your normal. This isn't going to stop. This is your Kahiros moment. Now, the word judge here is an is a incredible word. It's krima. Krima, krima, krinos, however you want to say it. It's, it's a, um, if you look it up in Strong's, he brings out it's a decision. And it talks about a judge making a, a, a decision in a court case. He makes this, this critical moment decision when he, he casts his decision, his verdict, his verdict out. But you know, let's look it up in Strong's. The first word that pops up is a decision. I thought that was, that was good. For the time has come, has come for a decision. And this begins with God's household. You and I. And if the judgment begins with us, see, he's not necessarily talking about this, um, not punishment in the sense of sin. Not, you're not being judged for sin. Well, you could be, but as we see in verse 19. That's not what he's referring to. He's, he's basically, this judgment is an evaluation of your heart. Not necessarily an evaluation of your actions. It's an evaluation of your heart. Where's your heart at? Well, I'm bringing these events in into your life. I'm bringing this persecution. I'm bringing this pressure. I'm bringing this physical pain. I'm bringing this rejection. I'm bringing all these things in, these things in to make an evaluation so you can see yourself where your heart is at. And when you said, Jesus, yes, I believe in you. I want to take that belief to a new level and, and, and burn brand new roots that go deep. Into a belief, into a belief and a conviction and a relationship that is unchangeable by human events. It's a spiritual relationship that is detached from time and space. 
Man can't change that relationship. My comfort zone can't change that relationship. My preferences can't change that relationship. My temptations can't change that relationship. Because I've made a decision. I've come to a place of my kahiros moment. And I said, yes, I'm believing. That Jesus is who he says he was. Now throughout your life, my friends, you'll be brought to the brink. Right to the brink. Do I want to keep following Him? Do I want to keep obeying this book? Do I want to take the next step? Do I want to go any deeper? I can manage things now. Do I want to go any deeper? Do I really want to relinquish my, my insecurities and relinquish my fears and relinquish my, 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 those things that would plague me and hinder me and, and stop pursuing things that God may not even want me to pursue? Am I willing to stop telling God what I need and let God determine what I need? And that has many different applications. So it brings us to this fork in the road. This ledge. This kahiros moment. And God says, will you make a decision for me? Thank you for listening to Grace Thoughts, a ministry of Grace Connection Church. This is Pastor Kelly. If you live in the Bay Area, we would love to meet you. Our service times are Wednesdays at 7 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 9 and 10.30 a.m. Grace Connection Church is located at 4017 56th Avenue North, St. Petersburg. Or you can call us at 727-565-4674. Again, 727-565-4674. Or visit us on the web at graceconnectionchurch.org. Again, that is graceconnectionchurch.org. We hope we get a chance to meet you. Until then, keep thinking Grace Thoughts.